Okay, anyone else? Crying your heart out? Your mom, your husband, your cats, your dogs? <laughs> no, no crying. I just wanted to say thank you for everything. For oh, what? What have I done? Well, I, um, I, I really think it's quite a miracle that I'm here today. Yeah? I, um, what happened? I, the day I decided to go vegan three years ago was at the Vegan Expo in Australia. Uh-huh. And I picked up a, um, one of the stickers, the Be Vegan, Go Green, uh-huh. Save the Planet, uh-huh. um, just because I really liked the message. Uh-huh. And I got a copy of your book. And um, at the time, I didn't read it, but I really liked the sticker, so I stuck it above my bed. Oh. <laughs> and so it was there. It's still there today, three years later. But I, um, I moved, and I, like, I, was, I started going to the Loving Hut restaurants in Australia, and then I moved to London a year ago. Uh-huh. And um, I started going to the Loving Hut restaurants here, and, and then I kind of learned a lot more about, you know, the meditation and everything. Mm. And since then, I think life has just been, like, unfolding itself and I just wanted to say that you are a real inspiration oh like real believing (laughs) (laughs) just for like you know believing in 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 your dreams and and that you can make a difference like everyone is making a difference in the world and and just how strong we have to be you know as as vegans and you know what we do what we do Mm. Yeah, like it's, you know, it can be quite tough because yes. we are a minority. And yes, we are. <laughs> so having a community like this is just such an amazing thing. And Feel encouraged, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you've inspired me a lot and made, like, given me a lot of kind of... I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> so I'm glad you. to hear some positive uh, people. Mm. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I really am glad that I make a little contribution to your uh, life. Uh, you make you feel better and, you know, some achievements in your life. Wonderful. Thank you. But it's because you're good. Yes, you see? It's because you're good. Now you're just discovering how good you are. I didn't do anything much, really. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you just trust me and then you discover yourself. That's the point, you see? You trust me, and then I tell you, oh, you're great, you can do this, you can do that. And then you decide, ah, oh, yes, of course. Huh? Okay? So because you're good. It's mm. all starting to make sense that everything is just hap- happening for a reason, and, and everything you know, that, that we have to kind of go through is all unfolding. Yes, it will be it clear later on. Sometimes we think we're suffering now for no reason, but later on we look back and we wish, oh, I wish I could have be more thankful for the suffering that I receive because now it makes me uh, more enlightened and a different person. I understand other people suffering more. I become more compassionate, more loving, more enduring, more patient, yes, more humble. And these qualities are hard to come by. Hmm? You will cry? (laughs) Did I say something wrong? Your mother? No? (laughs) Father? Uh, Papa? Huh? Mother. Mother also? Also make trouble? Oh. She's sick. Oh, I'm so sorry. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong with her? She's a cancer. Cancer? Oh, that's terrible. 
Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, God. Oh, that's very painful. And she can't even die. They don't even let her die. This is a problem. Oh, no, please. Oh, God. Be happy that your mother doesn't have what she has because cancer is, is, is almost terminal. Most of cancer are terminal. There's no, no, no cure. They, they just give them painkiller and wait to die. It's painful, painful. It's, it's very bad. Oh, you know, um, it's, it's not a good joke, but I tell you anyway. When I was very ill, yes, it took me two years to recover. And it was really bad. It's not just normal illness that you could remove and it's gone. It was so bad, uh, apart from that they have diagnosed me wrong and give me all wrong medicine, make my body even uh, immobilized, and uh, it was uh, all complications together. And it was very painful, and I could not even move. But then, uh, but finally, <laughs> after all tests and poke and pick, and uh, they found, uh, finally they, they had to give me an operation. And after operation, uh, long after, then they found out what's the case. What's wrong with me, yeah, at that time? But they suspected already, but not sure until all the tests is done. And after the test done, and uh, they found out what I had, yeah? and then one of the doctors that have seen me before that, before this hospital, I've gone to many hospitals, and the one from the second hospital, he's very kind, he came visit me, and and then he asked me, so what did the doctor say was wrong with me? So I said, what's wrong yeah, with me, the, the disease? And he said, oh, thanks God. I said, what do you mean, thanks God? He said, thanks God you don't have cancer. I said, why? Is cancer worse than what I'm having? He said, yes, it's almost all cancer is terminal. No, no cure. Because he said his father, his father has cancer. And even he was a doctor, but he's helpless. He cannot help him and just watch him die like that, and he was very traumatized doctor, even his young doctor, but because of his father has cancer and died slow and painful like that, so his mother became crazy, mentally dis- unstable, and so bothered him a lot also. And he, she's like clinging to him like a life raft or something, and he also feel very, very sat and he told me all the story and I also have to tell him, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Um, most cancer still has no cure. Some, some still can cure by uh, chemotherapy, but it's also very painful. And cancer is a terrible thing. I'm very sorry, my God. Oh, this world is terrible. Cancer is terrible because they cannot cure you, they just give you medicine, painkiller. But they can only give so much, so much, and still have pain, you know what I mean? And they can't kill you even, they, they can't, they're not, not allowed to, to let you die, and you can't even live. So uh, be happy, at least your mother still have energy to scold you and telling you bad things. Hmm? Do you understand? There is a story in China, very moving story. You want to hear? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think I told you, or many Chinese know it, but like this. There was one son. He's very, very devoted to his mother. Yes. 
But his mother is uh, very, I don't know, temper, temperamental. And she, she beat him up a lot. You know the story? No. No, okay. Uh, beats are very hard and painful. And, and then one day, uh, as usual, she beat him the hell, uh, the heck out of him again. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that word we shouldn't use. Uh, she beat him. I was in America and I learned all this language from them. <laughs> in England we don't say like that. But they say bloody hell. <laughs> anyway, okay, well. Uh, so she beat him up again. And he cried and cried and cried his heart out so much, so much. He cried that time. So his mother was very surprised. She stopped beating. She asked him, Son, normally I beat you up a lot harder and you never cry. Why you cry so much today? Did it hurt you so much today, more than usual? He said, No, no, today it doesn't hurt at all. That's why I cry, because I know you are getting older and weaker now. You have no more energy like before, and and I'm worried about your health. That's why I cry. So be happy that your mother still can scold you, hmm? and that she doesn't have cancer. Really, be happy. Thank God for that. Be positive with her. Write positive note. You can't talk to her, though. You can't. So you write. <laughs> she let her read it and sink it in, you know? She will love it because you are the only hope in her life now. You are the only thing that matters to her. You are the only one she has. So be kind even if you can't. Yes, just write loving notes, okay? Write loving notes. Think of all the things nice things she does to you and write it all down. Yeah, remind her. Mother, I remember how kind you are, how generous you are, how, how you sacrifice this and that for me. Write it all down. Make her think of all the loving things. Okay, love? Promise me? And you will feel better as well, I promise. Next time you come see me, you will be smiling and happy, happy, happy. And eat all the candies I give. <laughs> Don't share with anybody. Whenever you feel sad, eat one. Even half of it, just licking it, it's good enough. Send some to your mom, okay? Just I share some of some friends, good friend, give me some candy to cheer me up. I give you some, hoping to cheer you up as well, mom, okay? I love you very much. You are the only one thing that matters to me in the world. Tell her I love you more than anything in the world. I just cannot do anything at the moment because this world is complicated. You understand that, didn't you, Mom? You, you have gone through difficulty. I am also going through difficulty now. I would love to have you with me, maybe soon. Please pray with me so that we will reunite soon. Just give her always some positive feedback and all the positive thing to think about, yeah? To hope for, okay? Send her anything, anytime. It don't have to be money. Little thing from Canada with love, okay? Do that. And you will feel better. Hmm? Okay. Yeah. At least your mother didn't beat you up like that. Oh, yes. She did? Oh. A lot? Even now. <laughs> Even now she beat you up. <laughs> so she's still strong, eh? <laughs> Thank God for that, no? Yeah, truly, because uh, if she's sick, then there's nothing you can do even. And then you will pray that she could scold you again. You know? You know, be strong and scold you. 
Uh, Yogananda, you read the book? Autobiography of a Yogi, Yogananda. You buy it in Canada in English. His teacher, his master, she used to work. Scold him, you know, make him feel, uh, I say, yeah, almost like belittling him all the time. Yes. And then so, but he lost no respect or love for his master. Yes. Uh, one day he even asked him whether he really loved him. Asked the master. So the master say yes. Then he's happy. And then after he died, after the master died, he appeared to Yogananda as a live person. From the astral world, he crossed the border, came back to see his beloved disciple. And he hugged him and all that. And uh, his master, she used the word, tell Yogananda, the, the, the deceased master came back to life, okay? After a long time, eh? like Jesus' resurrection, eh? he came back like a real person. So Yogananda was touching him and feel uh, like flesh and bone is real. So some master can do that if they want to. But the disciple also has to be in a higher position in order to feel it, yeah? Because even though it's materialized, but if you're blind, you see nothing. <laughs> and if you hug him, you don't feel anything. So now the master say, the first time ever, he says sorry to his disciple. He say, I'm sorry, Yogananda, when I was alive, I was too strict to you, and I scold you all the time. Are you still angry with me, or you sh- something like that, you know, you forgive me? And Yogananda, Yogananda was so... You know, he was so crying and happy and said, Oh, Master, I wish you could come back and scold me again, again and again all the time. Because he's gone already. Even if you want him to scold, he cannot anymore. The, the Master cannot always stay so long, you know? So just come hug him, tell him for a while, and then he has to go. He cannot keep doing this. I told you already, astral beings can also have visa to come here for a while. <laughs> Second... Uh, beings have some visa, how, how much, how much, remember I told you in Hungary? Yes. So higher beings sometimes can go down and stay with us just like normal people uh, for a little while. Huh? So the master of Yogananda did that. He made use of that law. But then Yogananda was so, oh, <laughs> I wish you could, you know, like return to life again and scold him anytime. <laughs> yes. But cannot... When my parents died, I felt like I lost some precious thing, like nobody loved me anymore. I just feel like in the whole world nobody loves me. As them, you know, as, as that. At that moment, you know, I feel like I'm not sure if anybody loves me at all. <laughs> you know, like I lost the great love. Even though my parents were also strict to me, huh? Yes? Yeah, I feel this might be kind of trivial right now, but I asked you before about, because I'm an actress and I have to start working soon. Yes. And I have this conflict sometimes before doing a, a character, mm-hmm. um, a character that must must uh, could be seen as bad or mm-hmm. you know doing something that is not, not spiritually okay. correct. Or yeah. So my fear is that in any work I am, I want people to, to learn something from it, right? I understand. Just to be uplifted. Yes. And and I think sometimes by by seeing a bad example it can be done. But my fear is um, how can I? 
sometimes choose or know if if the work I'm doing Mm-mm. is positive for the world or if it's or if it's going to be something that is just going to give me karma or or not be uplifting that's the question <laughs> what to do <laughs> yeah you don't have much choice unless you become like uh, Julia Robert or <laughs> Oscar winner oh mm-hmm. just like doing so start something first because they can choose right yeah later on huh? right now you do what you yeah come for your father okay i don't know if he can eat But maybe just put in the in the tea so he can drink, okay? With love. Mm-hmm. Every side of five nails we give and give him to drink. If he cannot eat. Yeah? If he's not allowed sugary, then just very little bit. Dilute in a big water. Yeah, like a drink every day. Okay? You please do that. And I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I know what you go through, and I'm more sorry for your father, because at that stage there's no hope, you understand? And he's just dying inside already. This is uh, the world that we have to endure. I'm sorry, love. I'm sorry, come here. Come here. Hey, just hold my hand. Don't hurt. I won't bite. I'm sorry, okay? I really am. I know. I really understand. I'm sorry. Huh? Désolé. Beaucoup désolé. <laughs> This world is full of suffering, my God, sometimes. Sometimes I don't know how people live here. I don't know how people live here. It's really... Oh, God. My God. Because we are not in pain, so we can hardly understand. We say we understand, but only intellectually. Only if it's really, uh, I would say, Uh, personally affect us, then they, we will really understand. Well, I was almost there also. I mean, it was really very painful also that I could even, could not even walk down or up the staircase unaided, you know, or without pain. And if I lay down, I can't even get up without screaming. I could not even do it. It was so painful. Not cancer, but that painful. Can you imagine if it's cancer? So sometimes uh, suffering make you understand other people more. It's not a good thing to have, of course, but even Jesus has to suffer, understand? Buddha also suffered very lifetime, eh? In the story about Buddha's past life, he told many times that he also sacrificed. He suffered willingly to help others even. Hmm? So please, uh, maybe suffer willingly, okay? Just listen to her, make her feel better, yeah? Because, you you know, even she scolded you so much and tell bad things about you, but you still love her. Imagine how much she loves you, even if she's saying all these things. She's just angry, you know, angry at the whole thing. She doesn't know, just like you're angry with the world and she don't know what to do, and you just tell me, you see? And she doesn't know what to do, she just tell you, and then she couldn't blame anybody, and you are the nearest one, and so she just kind of... Tell you what happened, my love. 
Are you sick? Give this to her. Here, here, here. She needs the... the oh, it's all right, darling. You need some more stuff? <laughs> Don't worry. Are you sick? Wipe your hand with it. Wipe your hand also. Here. Are you sick? Just emotional upset? Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, it's all right. At least we just share it. We don't have to be in a situation. We are more lucky than them. Hmm? Even if it's a sad things, but they are the ones who suffer. We're just listening even. Imagine. So it's not a good thing, not positive things, but uh, sometimes we have to share the sorrow with everyone, hmm? not just the joy, the sorrow. I mean real sorrow, not just the, those who just try to get attention and nonsense. That's a different thing, yeah, but they suffer really. So we can pray for them, yes, for their parents and in our heart. And thank God that we don't have to go through what they go through. Even it's a sad story, but at least it's just a story for us. But they are really suffering. Yeah, see what I mean? So don't blame them for saying sad things. At least it just... At least we don't have to suffer, yeah? So... Okay, we want some more uh, paper? Here. Yes, you look so tough, I didn't know you had so much pain. How long ago? Many years? Maybe ten years. Ten years? Oh, God. And what did the doctor say? No different, uh, different. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. oh, one after another. Yeah. Oh, God. It's terrible. And they're just keeping him alive but cannot cure him. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. Before, my father also suffered a lot. Huh? He was very sick and I had to nurse him. <laughs> don't think my father is an angel, eh? But I don't want to tell you. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, when he was sick, uh, he was helpless in the hospital uh, many weeks or more months or so many months, and I, I was with him every day. I supposed to take exam, but I left it. I went to the hospital, stayed with him all day, all night. The, he was in intensive care. I don't know if I told you this already. No? There was a bad side and good side of this story. You want to hear? Or it's, yeah. it's too sad already. Yeah. It's not too sad already? No. But there's also some happy stuff in there. Okay. Huh? Some wisdom. No, not wisdom. I just tell you a story that happened to me. Maybe you find some comfort because my father also suffered, not just yours or not just her. Understand? Maybe you feel like we have something in common. Hmm? Uh, my father was. Uh, anybody need some more precious substance? You had? You had enough? Okay. If you don't have enough, just tell. Hmm? Okay. My father was very sick, very ill. I was about. I don't know, 15, 16, hmm? and my mother, of course, has to work to take care of all of us. Eh? 
while father is sick, eh? and I, it's an examination time to go to a new class, yeah? The end of the year, the important, the major exam, not, not just a monthly exam. But I forsaked it, and I went to the hospital, stayed with him all day, all night. I mean, really all day, all night. I sleep on the floor of the hospital, because, of course, normally they don't allow uh, any relatives to stay there all day, all night like that. But I was clever, you see. I say, oh, you know, my father is so sick like that, he could not even go to bathroom, and he keep bleeding like that. And you are only one here at night, you know, and daytime, and not too many either. I can be your assistant. I do anything you want, and you can take a little rest sometimes. Just tell me what to do. I just say I don't bother you. And I could also sleep outside on the veranda. She said, no, too much mosquito. Okay, never mind. I see if you work well, I let you stay. And I did work well. I even do all the things for her, you know. Injection, the patient, here, there, IV, change all night because I know which one, what time. And she loves me, all of them love me. And I could stay day and night like one of the staff and I was only 15 or something like that, 15, 16. High school, uh, a junior, hmm? okay. And uh, I had to clean the floor all the time, whenever dirty, clean immediately. I have to wash all the uh, bed pans, you know, that the patient do their poo-poo pee-pee in it because it's intensive care. They can't move or they're not allowed to move because they're not not stable or very sick people. So I clean all the empty all the, all the time, clean everything sparkling, and at night I, I take guard, you know. At daytime I clean and nighttime I clean and I do all the guarding. I don't know, I don't remember how I did that. But I really did all that, because the IV has to change, you know, have to watch, and some patient emergency, you have to do something, or you have to sometimes uh, help them to get up and do massage or something, make them feel better, or wash the whole their body, because they can't wash themselves. I did all that. Oh, I never learned it, but I did so well, so they love me, they let me stay, no question at all. And then uh, my father got better and better and better. I even prayed for him, you know, <laughs> go on uh, eating very little, you know, just pure veg- veggie to pray for him. And he, he felt sorry for me. Normally he very stricken, scolding me a lot. He's not, he's not angel. <laughs> but I love him because I understand him. I understand the father's responsibility and position. When he scold me, I feel his love. I feel like he worried for me, that's why, that's why he's cold, you know? It's like when I hurt myself or something, and he was, instead of saying, oh, are you okay, honey? He's scolding me, why are you so stupid? Why are this and that, you know? Or if anybody in the school beat me up, he also scold me. Why don't you defend for yourself? Why you like it? Because, but I feel like he worries about me. I don't feel like he's angry with me, even though he talked, he scolded me very loud and, but I felt, He's worrying. I feel he loves me. That's why he's called me. You understand me? It happened a lot. And also whenever I bring home every month from the first to the second place certificate, you know, I'm first, first on the class. Now and then I'm on the third. When I'm the first, then he don't say nothing. When I'm the second, he 
already don't look very pleased. But often I'm just first or most of the time. Sometimes I go to second. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Top five, top ten? Yeah. I'm on the top first, ne? first of the class, most of the time. But now and then I sank to second. And then he don't look. But when I'm first, he never praised me. When I'm second, he don't look very pleased. When I'm third, he say, why? <laughs> then he noticed that I'm on the third. When I'm a first, he never say nothing, so I never know if it's good or not good. So as usual, I just say, I'm first, okay, that's it. And then I go and do other things, and he don't say nothing. He don't say, oh, good job, oh, good, I'm proud, never. But when I'm on third place, then he begin, why? Why are you on a third place this time? Why is that? So I have to tell him, Father, in, in my class there are fifty plus people. You have to give them some chance, you know. <laughs> fifty first people, how come I am the one who always has to be the first? So that's why I told him. But he, he's called me. You never learn, that's why. I never saw you doing any homework at home. I, you never get the book and learn anything like the neighbor. They are reading very loud, trying to learn by heart. You never do that. I say, but uh, I, I remember it already. I didn't have to learn, that's why. He said, ah, how can I believe you? I said, well, but I'm always the first. That's why you have to believe me. <laughs> Understand? I, when I, I was very smart when I was a kid. I remember things very quickly. Uh, the teacher write it down and then... As soon as he erased it, I already remember it. So I didn't have to learn, so my father always called me for being lazy. But what can I do? I cannot keep learning again and again and again <laughs> the thing I already know, like the five names, you know, you already know, and I tell you, learn it again, man, why didn't you learn? <laughs> you capish? Yeah? yeah? All right. Now, I don't know why I tell you all this. Okay, now, that's a bad side, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, parents, they are parents. And he accused me for fooling around with a boy uh, in the neighborhood. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. And I could not tell him anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't even love that guy. I told you this story or not? No. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I did. No, okay, never mind. There's a neighbor, there's a boy. He's a... He's a kind of fancy me, huh? Uh, he loves me somehow. So, um, but uh, sometimes he, he wait for me in the school and if I, I don't have a bus to home or something, he give me a ride home. That's all. Uh, he has a motorcycle. At that time I didn't have. Uh, I felt nothing for the boy. Nothing at all. I feel nothing for anybody at that time. Uh, anytime. I don't feel anything. Really, I was really innocent. But he accused me. And he asked me whether I'm pregnant already. I was so, I was so ashamed, so speechless, you know. So um, this is the kind, okay? So your mother is not the only one, and my mother, okay? <laughs> one time, I go home. Uh, there was a classmate in my my class at that time. He from poor family, I think. Eh? I don't really know his family very well, but I see his clothes are not very well. Yeah. And he don't even have uh, ink. You know, we as when we was younger, we we dipped in the ink and write it in Vietnam. He have to keep dipping in from his neighboring's 
and some don't let him even, you know. So I felt so sorry for him, and he's one of the first top ten. Very intelligent, understand? I don't fancy him nothing, huh? Please, huh? And I go home tell my mother, Mom, um, maybe we can help him, you know? And then my mother accused me again. As nine years or eight years of age, they think I, I'm doing something with the boy. Yes. Mother and father, both of them, don't understand me, how anybody else does. I, I'm just feeling sorry for him, understand? Because he's so poor, but he's so smart. He, he, if we should help him even to buy him an ink, what is... I'm just telling her the story, saying maybe I should buy him or you help. Give me some money, buy him an ink or something. Because And then she begins to, to, to say that. And she say, you know, not nice thing, not just normal thing, but really like I'm already have it going on. Eight years old. <laughs> I could not even spell the whatever that word at you. <laughs> yeah, truly. Even even uh, when I first became a nun, you know, if anybody asked me about sex, I could not even say that word without feeling really ashamed. And then just one time I muster my courage to say it and to, to, to answer the question. But I was very, very embarrassed. Understand me? Okay, now, that's the story. I was too naive. Uh, and then one time... Um, they say all kind of things. <laughs> Some parents, they're angry with each other and then they tell us all kind of things. And they say things to us that they don't really mean. Yeah. And uh, one time I was younger than that and she lost some money. I don't know how she lost it. So big, like $50, that's very big for that time. And uh, because I, I don't know, I came out and greeted her when she came home and she thought I'd steal it from her. And she was telling all kind of terrible things. I said, no, I didn't, I didn't. But And then I was crying, crying, and then my my father helped her, saying, huh, she's just trying to cover it up by being loud mouth, me. You know, like uh, to beat your drum to cover something. Oh, I was so hurt. What can I do? I was a kid, uh, seven, eight or something only. I couldn't even... I couldn't, I couldn't win them. <laughs> Both of them talked against me, but I knew I didn't do it. And then the servant also helped them both. Say, oh, I saw she has some money. My, I, he saw I have some money in my, in my drawer. <laughs> but that's a different money, you know. It's not from her. It's not. I did not steal it. Oh, three of them against me. I just, I just lay on the floor, hugging myself and cry. What can I do? And another time. <laughs> you want to hear? Yes. Oh, let's uh, go back to my father. Huh? He got better, huh? Mm, but during uh, these uh, months that he stays in the hospital, uh, there, there, uh, there is another patient also, also intensive care, stay in the same ward. And I also took care of him every day, the same similar age to my father. And his son came to see him uh, almost every day. And then, don't know why, he fancied me or something, he invited me out to eat or take a coffee outside. Huh? And they are from a wealthy family. But he, 
he committed suicide, but he didn't die. But later he did. So because of that, you know, I don't know, he, he seemed to had no one because um, he has problem also with mother or something. So he probably had no one else to to like lean on to. So he seemed to also love me or need me, similar things. We were two kids, yeah? I'm older than him one year. And I feel like a shame if I even tell him I love him or anything like that. It is a taboo because I'm older than him one year. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> at 15 or 16, I'm still that stupid. And now I think I'm stupid, but at that time, that's really real, huh? So he professed his love to me. Oh, he's a sweet talk boy and he's the central Vietnamese boy. Very handsome. Talk so sweet and loving and the accent so beautiful. <laughs> I love the, the central accent. And he talked like poetry, you know, like music, lovely. So I made, I don't dare love him back, of course. Uh, one hand, my father is still sick, you know. Second, I am one year older, you know. How I dare, like seducing a kid, I feel that way. <laughs> but he was the one who seduced me. He's the one who keep uh, observing me, and then because I took care of his father, and I didn't know he was observing. And later he come to thank me, and then, by the way, he invite me to for coffee, and then he say how beautiful I am, and how he likes me, and blah 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 blah. You know, teenage love, yeah. And I really liked him also. Yes, but I'm one year older, and that's a taboo. <laughs> Can you imagine your master? <laughs> At 15 or 16 already, when all the girls already know how to hold hand and talk, I can't. I keep refusing him all the time. Later, when he went, oh, get older, and he went into the army, and I left already somewhere, and he came visit my house even. How did he know where I live? I don't know. I never told him. So I wrote the, the, the poem for him. Afterward, after I went back to my school, my father got better. So I wrote that poem, the uh, the Wow Angel. And there's a song in Vietnamese, translated into you. Yeah, you don't have it, huh? No, you don't have this Wow Angel song. At least it's in Vietnamese, or but there's translation into English. So that was for him. <laughs> yeah, I would. Ne- I don't even hold hand. Uh, <laughs> yes. He invites me for coffee and all that, but I always pay, yes. And uh, I, I sit, uh, you know, far away, yes. And we can talk, and I just listen, because he, he told me his story, you know, how he suffered because, and what his father tell him, you know. He loves his father so much, the way he talk about his father. Oh, I feel heartbroken, you know, for him now that his father is dying like this. Later he died. They couldn't save him. They was He was alive while I was there, but later he died. And he was crying, you know, crying so much. And, and because of that, I also love him, you understand? Maybe of that too. But just because I'm one year older, I don't, <laughs> I don't dare say anything, I don't do anything. Yeah, you think your master is tough, and you know, I'm very shy. <laughs> always shy. It's always... Mostly it's boy who chased me. I don't dare chase anybody. Okay, anyway, that's the thing. Yes. When I was young, I was chased all the time. Eh? 
Now I'm over. I chase everybody. <laughs> oh, come here to your mama. <laughs> Quickly do meditation. <laughs> come here and be good. <laughs> okay, that's the good side of that story. Good, but not too good. No, because I was too shy. <laughs> and it's good also. Otherwise, imagine if I profess my love to him also the way he does to me. Then what? You know, probably I was married to him and then he probably went to the war and then probably died or broken legs or something. And what do I do? And then I got stuck with him. I have a lot of children. Then I won't be here. So everything has good point, huh? And bad points. Got it? Yeah? Okay. Now, applause. Yeah, you think I need that, don't you? <laughs> Very much. I'm needy, needy. Just to puncture the story, huh? To finish it up. Okay, that's why you sometimes look so sad, huh? No, not now, but before. When I first met you in Paris Center, you look, you know, like tough, <laughs> you know, like enduring something. Yes. You see, that is the thing. Sometimes we see a person and she looks or he looks so unfriendly, not because she or he is unfriendly, but maybe he or she is suffering something, and she cannot keep telling everybody, because she don't think you will listen, or you will understand, or you will have sympathy anyway. Understand? Because mostly if you don't suffer yourself, you don't have sympathy. Many people like that, I don't mean you, but I mean, it's possible that you have no sympathy, so they still don't want to tell. Understand? And they look like very burdened, very hard, but it's not because they are unfriendly. Okay? So sometimes don't judge people by appearance. Yes. Underneath sometimes a tough face is big heart or a loving heart, despite the suffering. Okay, guys? Any more story? Yes. Yes. Um, Master, I don't want to bring more sadness to mm -hmm. the conversation, but maybe just to encourage the sister over here. Yeah. I lost my father nine years ago when he was murdered, but he was perfectly healthy. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and he was like really brutally murdered. And the one thing that I remember from that was oh. that I really, really wished that I'd spent more time with him. Yeah, when he was still alive. I loved him more Understand. when he was alive and phoned him more regularly and talk to him more regularly. Oh. I had a really good relationship with him. Yes. But it's still after his death, yes. I mean, it was really like I really felt I wish I'd done more. I understand. So I want to encourage the sister over here that she's one, she's lucky that her mother's still alive. Yes, yes. But also She still can mend it, still yeah. can change. That she can spend more time, more loving yes, thoughts yes. with her mother. Just that she can because she has to be in Canada to yeah. earn money first yeah. in order to bring her. So you try to concentrate on that, huh? Meanwhile, write lovely letters, okay? Yeah, the letters are a nice idea. Letter nice will be nice. You yeah. will keep it, you will see, like treasure, yes? Because you are the only only kid she has, only relative, yes? The one who also know how, what she has gone through also, you see? Not just any, anybody, okay? Mm, so uh, try to be... <laughs> more sacrifice, okay? More sacrifice. If you could sacrifice 
Suppose somebody really suffering outside. You really want to to sacrifice something to help that person. You see? So do that for your mother. Yes? Sacrifice. Okay? Yes. Wow. It's, it's all karma. Hmm? All right. You... Yeah, behind there, love. After all the sad stories, I think it would I'm, I would be really glad to share some really great news. Okay. Um, which is that, I mean, both of my grandparents died of cancer. Oh. Uh, well, they went to heaven because of cancer. Um, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are lots of studies coming through recently, especially that might be useful to the sister, um, like specially planned vegan. Diets, they yes, can reverse yes, yes. lots of cancers. But he already has one after the organs keep failing now. Oh, mm. well, for anyone else. Uh, does he interest in vegan? No. 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 Okay. Vegetarian? No. Okay, understand. Okay. He doesn't want it. He's almost like terminal already. It's 10 years. Yes. But I'm, I'm surprised he still lived 10 years with all this. I have seen last week a documentary. Uh, yes. Yes, they are studies about medicine. Medicine? Yes. For cancer? Yes. They can, through uh, fasting, eliminate cancer cells. Yes? Yes. Really? Through fasting. Even uh, yes. in terminal case? Yes, they destroy the cancer cells. Yeah, I know. But yes. I don't think he will listen. This is the thing. She tried to feed him. But it's a vegan. possibility to okay, tell him. Okay. destroy tell cancer. Him. Yes. Tell him. Where is it? In um, Russia. You know the address? Russia. Ah, okay. In Russia, yes. Can he go there? They have, uh, there is a hospital and they cure the patient with fasting. They have a lot of experiments done. And they can destroy cancer cells. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe yes. possible. Yes. If it's not so, uh, the whole body be healthy. Yes. When it goes uh, yeah, yeah. But through un- fasting, under expert, no? right? Under expert guidance. Yeah. Yes, sure. Yeah, sure, probably yes. some liquid. And a lot of terminal yes, yeah. uh, patients really? uh, have Get help? A, uh, lost um, pain. Have lost pain. pain yes. Oh, and cure. Get cured. Yes. yes. Wow. Good idea. Come on. It it seems uh, that uh, fasting is uh, yeah it's dying of the cancer yes also yes it has no the, nothing to live body. on okay yes. you want to talk it's, it's true it's true and you don't want to talk your father well T'as entendu entendu à la radio qu'ils avaient fait une découverte qu'on pouvait c'est vrai qu'on pouvait on pouvait guérir du cancer en, f- en faisant des jeûnes. Pourquoi tout débat à papa Essayez ce truc, cette façon. Mais parce que ma, ma maman est très têtue. Et mon père aussi, il continuait à manger de la viande aussi, oh. à la maison. Oui, mais il va mourir, quoi. Bah, je me le demande, je me pose la question. Justement. Tu poses la question quand même et tu je dis, me que, demande si... ok, si, si ce cancer c'est parti, après tu peux continuer à manger la viande. Maintenant, quitter, aller à Russie, à la Russe. Essayez. Elle a même pas envie d'aller à Paris, alors bon, c'est. c'est... Alors, non, ok, mais bye c'est... bye. Je pense qu'elle part du principe que c'est aussi émotionnel. C'est émotionnel. 
C'est-à-dire qu'elle a, elle a beaucoup souffert dans sa vie aussi. Ah, tant bien. Ah, quand même. Okay, elle okay. explique ça aussi comme ça. Je comprends. Okay. Je lui ai fait lire des livres sur le, la nourriture végane. Ah, elle elle a voir. lu, mais... Elle comprend, mais Faut voir. elle a du mal à pratiquer. Quoi. He doesn't want it. Mother, father, both are very fixed in their problem. They've been suffering, and so they also don't want it. They just continue to eat meat, and they know they know all the things, but they don't want to go through. Okay. Then why are you crying? Yeah. Hmm? They have the right to choose to die or not. Yes, but it's me. Is you, huh? I cry. Because you don't want to lose your father, right? Okay, then you have to tell your father. Je sais, je sais. C'est pour ça qu'il faut que tu l'expliques que c'est pas pour lui, c'est pour toi. Hein? Priez de lui pour que, pour aller, aller de faire, faire le, 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 le course pour toi. Hein? Non pas pour lui, pour toi, parce que tu veux pas euh, le perdre. Okay? Tu dis ça. Si ça marche, ça marche, euh, tu dis que tu l'aimes trop, ok? Si, 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 si elle souffrait, tu souffres plus. Euh, plus que lui, et si, si, si il est mort, tu ne peux pas vivre, ok? Tu pries à lui, à le faire pour toi, ok? Please do it for me. I love you so much. I don't want to lose you. Just Please and cry. Cry with him, not with me. Useless. Okay, anyone else? I say the father doesn't want to do it because they also go through a lot of suffering and they some fool. <laughs> they don't want to do anything anymore. They don't care. So I say to her, go home and tell your father. Beg him. I say, why is he crying? Because she says he's attached to her father. I say, of course not. Of course not. Say, so then you have to tell him that please go and cure yourself for, for me, I mean for her, because she d couldn't bear to lose him. She loves him so much, I have to tell him all this. And he probably would do it, because for her, understand? When sometimes you want to do it for other people, yeah. even you don't care about yourself, but when you see somebody else, so I tell her, go home and cry and tell him, don't tell me and don't cry with me. That's useless, yeah? You tell him the same, eh, what you tell me, okay, that you love him, you care about him, and you cannot bear losing him, that you cry a lot, a lot every day. Whether he see or not, you cry at home, you cry alone all the time because of him. So please do it for you. You capish? Okay. Tell him everything. Don't, don't just keep it yourself because he doesn't know you suffer. Maybe he doesn't realize that you care. He doesn't realize that his sickness affect you, see? You have to tell him. And uh, you have to tell him in such a way that moves his heart. Like you would rather have the cancer for him instead of him or you don't want him to die because you love him so much. More than anything in the world. So you cry a lot, a lot every day and you suffer too much emotionally. So beg him, please do it for your sake. For your sake. And if he loves you, tell him if, if he loves you, please do it for you. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Yes. Dạ kính thưa sư phụ, ba con cũng mới mất tới 4 tháng cũng bệnh kinh sợ. Okay. Dạ. Nhưng mà mà bác sĩ nói là còn 3 tháng ở trên mà con cứ tin. Ừ. Con cứ tin cho nên không có bỏ thì giờ. Ừ. 
không có thì giờ mà thăm ổng để, để lỡ cho ổng bị ổng hối hận không biết quê làm sao never mind pray for him ok cầu nguyện cho ổng là xong cũng có nằm bao thế thấy sư phụ ok dẫn đi rồi thì thôi đừng buồn dạ cảm ơn sư phụ Kim Esther, I just want to uh, say how glad I'm here um, because um, previously I almost couldn't come here because I had all the patients scheduled to get treatments. Uh-huh. And um, You're a doctor actually, or I'm a doctor of chiropractors and oh. acupuncturist. Yes. And uh, but finally, I how you, you know, did it? Actually, my wife was here um, before you. Before okay. before I came, and yeah. she told me. She experienced so much love from Master, and she couldn't even even explain to me in words. And now I'm sitting here. I I know what she was talking about because you just show us a great living example how we can how we should show love to people around us. And um, but you do. You're a doctor. You cure people. And I do try my best. Uh-huh. But uh, today I have learned more lessons than I. Ever have in my life because you have done so many miracles in my life, and uh, so many times when I was here previously, I meant to say this, but I never tried. You know, take too much time from others. So today I want to say it because I uh, love you so much and I I owe you so many big thank you. And today I want to say it. Okay. Um, uh, you took care of my father. Um, I echo to the sister who shared about her father. My father's life was miserable, and uh, I left my country, um, went to United States by myself when I was 21, and uh, and really didn't do much for my father. And I know his life was miserable. So when he was in um, in the hospital and he was he was about to pass away, I and I couldn't even stay because I I had to work mm-hmm. in United States, and uh, yeah. so. Uh, but I I knew that Master took care of my father, and I know he's in heaven. I Good. I know mm-hmm. you took care of him. Yeah. But you and, wish uh, you could have done more, hey? Yes. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, um, the other miracle that you have done for me is, even before I passed my board exam, when I was taking the board exam, um, I missed so many stations. You know, the practical exams. I missed so many stations. And there's no way I could have passed that. I knew you let me pass that for exam, <laughs> because many people say if you if you miss so many workstations, there's no way you pass. I said, you know, I'm I'm just gonna pray to my master, and I did pass. Never mind. Don't don't say thank you. Just give me your license, <laughs> <laughs> and I do the work for you as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, another thing is my. My dream has finally come true. Um, earlier, I shared about um, we have a loving heart mm-hmm. um, in 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 town. And um, previously, I was working at three different locations, and yeah. I was so busy with all the responsibilities. Yeah, I was overwhelmed. And uh, finally, uh, thanks to Master's blessing, I opened a clinic upstairs of Loving Heart. Uh-huh. So whenever can- they call me, say, "Hey, we need you," so I just go downstairs and see what's happening. <laughs> And so it's it's working out beautifully right now. I, I feel so much relaxed. And previously, I also want to uh, share this with everyone. Um, health is so important because um, actually just a few months ago, um, I I couldn't get out of my bed because with all the responsibilities. Um, Too tired? 
so Shaking. I was just so burned out because uh-huh. one time I fainted basically um, in my backyard. I said, "Wow, you know,、uh-huh. I never experienced this before."、Mm. And、um, and another time I couldn't get out of my bed. And、mm. every time when I was in this situation, I always cry out to you, and、uh, and then you help me out. I just thank Master for everything. Thank you so much、I'm、for sorry, being such a great、so、example、hard. to us. Thank you. Sorry, you worked so hard. It's better now, isn't it? Yeah, much better. Thank you. Yeah, but don't overwork, okay? Yes, I'm much better now. Yeah, you help others, but you also need to relax yourself. Yes. I know that kind of feeling. I had experience. It's hard. You just work, work, and you don't even realize how much you work until you sit down and you just collapse. That's it. That's what happened. Don't wait for that to happen again, okay? Sure. Even loving hood or not, if If it's really bad, one day just close it and sorry, you know, due to <laughs> relaxation. <laughs> Please eat elsewhere or wait until tomorrow. We will serve you better. Right. Yeah, you know the Spanish people, they have siesta all the yes, time. Yes. They are not very rich, but they happy have. In, in Taiwan, we do that too. Taiwan, I have siesta. Really? I mean,、uh, for like twelve to one or after lunch, we can. Have a nap for thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thirty minutes. I was there, but I don't know now. But oh well, the 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 Spanish they do better than that. <laughs> From twelve to three, <laughs> and sometimes they cross the three, they put five, or, <laughs> or they don't put at all. <laughs> so you can just sit there and waiting, waiting. How come they don't come? Then they don't come. Right. Well, if you cannot come, you cannot come. <laughs> yeah. And in Spain, I had a taxi driver. He loved to drive me around, but when he's he, he doesn't want to come, then he doesn't answer the phone. Yeah. Oh no, I I know about that. How you know? Because Spanish guys have done that. <laughs> They just don't answer. Yeah, don't answer phone. And then he told me it's out of coverage.、Oh. <laughs> but when his friend invite him for dinner together with us, oh, he can hear it very well. <laughs> he come on time. <laughs> yeah, it's not only that, but and also sometimes the plumber, you know, he say he come what time, what time, and then he came what time, what time. But then he he say okay, I cannot do it now. I just have a look. I come back later. And、later he doesn't come back, and you call him, he don't answer. Tomorrow you call him again, he don't answer. The day after he says, "Sorry,、uh, can I come today <laughs> to fix your to fix your tap?" <laughs> and so of course we say, "Sorry, we don't need you anymore." We call somebody else. Meanwhile, it's emergency. But they don't even answer you. They they could、uh, say, "Sorry, I don't have time today. I come tomorrow, or please、uh, next day, or." They don't even answer. See, that's why they're so happy. They do what they want. <laughs>、yeah. Many times I come to shop, not big shop like supermarket. Of course, they are very disciplined, and because many people work, they they have like schedule for employee, you know. But、uh, if it's a small shop, self owner, just a couple of guys who work for some owner somewhere. Then they just cross out the number three, like close from twelve to three. Sometimes you come and you see the cross over there, and don't say what afterward. Or sometimes they say five, and then you come five again, maybe cross again. <laughs> I don't know where. Ah, <laughs>、oh, never mind. And then now they're complaining that they don't have enough、uh, 
money or job, I have no wonder, no. Either you have uh, happiness, you know, freedom, do what you want, or you work and earn money and keep your job. Hmm? If you don't answer like that, then, then any employer would fire you, no? Hmm. You go away, keep your job. Doesn't matter, it's just a theater, okay? My job? Yeah, the, the, the acting. I thought you say the acting, you got one. Uh, I, I'm working on a script, uh-huh. but it's not, we need to find the, the money for that. Okay, then oh, why don't you like work in uh, income job and then do that as a hobby? Most actresses and actors, they don't act all day. They don't just stay at home looking for job. They're doing some job, you know. They drive taxi, they serve in the restaurant or waiting for, for the opportunity knock, and then they come have interview and maybe they got it big time or not. And they wait sometimes many years. But it, it comes. You see, it's not like Brad Pitt, he got it, you know, the first day on the job or the first day he graduated or whoever, you know what I mean? Sometimes you, you have to wait for the opportunity. Yeah. And meanwhile, they do anything else or do extra. Yeah. Even some big-name actors and actresses, sometimes you, you saw them just doing a small, small job, small part in a big movies. You see? Because they want to be remembered. That's number one. Number two, they don't want to destroy the bridge after they crossed it. Like, okay, their agent have made them a big name, okay? They already become... A, a superstar or something, but if the agent asks them to do a small job, small extra role, just even walking <laughs> over the stage for two seconds only, they do it, just so that they still stay in the public eyes and also doing favor for the agent uh, and other actor and actresses and other agency and other film producer to, to build a good relationship, okay? So no job is small for actors and actresses. Well, I didn't like it. I was offered a job, you know, in the film called Slang Eye when I was younger, and it was a big thing for me. It's just an extra, just a dancing in the club. That's all, dancing, very nice clothes and dance around. And okay, I did that, and they paid me seventy Deutsche Mark that day and the day after. Each day you you are paid seventy. German mark, yeah, that was my first ever film career <laughs> as an extra. I don't know if that film is even came <laughs> into view or not. I don't know. And then, but later they want me again. Oh, great. Yes, and uh, when I was on the film, I remember David Caradine, I don't think he remembered me at all. I was one of the small numbers there, dancing in the big club, you know. He passed me by, you know, when I was dancing there. And of all the people, he waved at me and he told me this. <laughs> yes. David Caradine at that time with Liv Uman, the two main characters. Later, they, I can have opportunity to have better job, but I was disillusioned. Because for me, movies is so great, you know? I worship movies. All the film and the, the glamour, of course, you know, we all love movies. and actors and actors, and I thought it was a great thing to be in the movies. But once I was there, I'm my dream broken. I saw the wall is not the real wall. <laughs> the windows is just plastered on. There's nothing behind the window. 
You understand me? The house is not real house. The street uh, lamp is not real. Everything just uh, stack on, you know, stage on. And uh, all the car they borrow from the 20 to put there. So I feel, oh, too much reality. <laughs> so I, I, I don't want to be in a film anymore. But it feels, when you're really connected in the moment, it, it does feel real. Yeah, I hadn't, I didn't give myself that chance. <laughs> Just one time extra and the second time I refused already. Yes. But I know what you mean, it's more fun if it's real. I know, more fun if you watch it. <laughs> and not having to look at the fake house or fake windows and, you know, everything is. Because, uh, they build just a small window, you know, just one wall and with the windows so that from far it looked like a house. But it's not a house and I didn't like it very much. I thought it's a cheat. <laughs> I told you, your master is so naive. One year older than, and the boy, then love is taboo. And in a movie, the house is not a real house and it's no good movies. <laughs> Oh, it's so stupid, my God. Have you ever seen anyone that naive, huh? like your master here? <laughs> Maybe I'm too naive, that's why I can become a master. Eh? It's beautiful how, I would say, innocent, not naive. Yeah, I would call stupid, honey. <laughs> don't be so polite. I don't know, I'm just so stupid. <laughs> But I'm smart in different way now. <laughs> Maybe that's why there's not much in here, so God can put a lot of stuff in, empty, you know. <laughs> my, maybe my, my head was empty, so God feels sorry. Oh, it's so empty, this girl. We got to put something in it. <laughs> it like, you know, to balance it. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be walking in the air or something. Yeah, too innocent or too naive is not good either, you know. Uh, it has bad points, you know, like you easily being uh, uh, cheated or being. But lucky is not much going on. It's okay. Mm. Yeah, doesn't matter anyway. I'm a master now. Nobody can say anything anymore. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> too late. Uh, okay. Oh my God! Almost five o'clock, guys. Are you not sleepy? No. Oh, good. <laughs> we love looking at you. Huh? We love having you. Looking, huh? Looking at me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Your airplane ticket's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Has to compensate for every penny you spent. <laughs> and not to talk about taxi and all stuff, yeah? Yes. Hello, Master. Hello, Blondie. <laughs> we have some uh, good news from Mongolia. Wow, tell me. Yeah, first one is spiritual news. Um, recently, on March 15th, uh, we have initiation ceremony in the Mongolia. Uh -huh. So our 200 uh, new initiates get initiation. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Our 200. Bravo! Also, many uh, initiates, candidates are waiting to get initiation. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> beautiful! Good news! Yeah, good news! And uh, tell them I welcome them to our family. 
Okay. We welcome to our family. Okay, we will kindly forward that message to Very them. Very good. Mongolian, my God. Such a good place. And uh, next news is positive news. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, our government uh, president... I'm uh, listening. I'm just looking at them. I'm listening. Tell me. President was awarded as Shining World Leadership Award on 2010. Yes. Uh, because the president um, sent a proposal to government for ban the death penalty. Yes. So in this year, that law and regulation was approved completely by government. Wow, bravo, yeah, government. <laughs> Good. So. No more death penalty in Mongolia. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is real Buddhist believers. Yeah, Mongolians believe in Buddhists, so this is a good thing. Yeah. Also, you sent some uh, uh, signed uh, letters to uh, Mongolian government. Mm-hmm. So um, that letters was so efficient for high ranks and some officials. It was so sufficient for them. So. Uh, as a result of uh, master's signed letters, government started to ban uh, alcohol and tobacco uh, in the government palace. Yeah, no more smoking in government palace. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, also. And next we wow. nowhere else, huh? <laughs> we hope so. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so then? during Lunar New Year. Uh, it's uh, it's one kind of tradition during Lunar New Year. Uh, president and uh, people of Mongolia uh, drink some alcohol uh, during Lunar New Year. Mm? So it was prohibited. Completely. No more. Yeah, no more during Lunar New Year. Oh. The first day of Lunar Lunar New Year. Wow, this tradition normally you have to drink, you know, yeah. alcohol, and now they don't anymore. Some of the tragic tolls of alcohol. 2.5 million alcohol-related deaths per year worldwide. One in six deaths on the road in the UK are caused by drunk driving. In Australia alone, 70% of adults are negatively impacted by another's drinking, with 43% affected by physical or verbal abuse. Over 100 British children each week call a hotline to express concern about their parents' alcohol and drug use. Costs of alcohol-related illnesses 186.4 billion US dollars in the United States, 2.41 million pounds for prescription medications each year in England, UK, with overall health costs in the billions, 210 to 665 billion US dollars globally. Disease. Higher amounts of alcohol increase the cancer risk. Even half a glass of wine daily increases the risk of mouth or throat cancer by 168%. Cancer of the liver, breast, colon, esophagus, rectum. Linked to 20% of breast cancer cases. Liver disease, cardiovascular disease, metal toxicity, sleep pattern disturbance, including frequent awakening and reduced rest, brain damage, amnesia and dementia, brain shrinkage, organ failure, heart, liver, kidneys, stomach, pancreas, eyes. Birth defects. Children afflicted by anxiety and depression, mental retardation, fetal alcohol syndrome, stunted growth, facial deformity, sudden infant death syndrome, miscarriage, 
alcohol-related violence, child abuse, 50% of cases, violence toward loved ones, 30% of cases, violent acts, 40 to 80% of cases, suicides, 20 to 50% of cases, plus more. For help quitting, please visit... For more urgent information, please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. Officially, President has banned to drink alcohol in the first day of London New Year. Instead of alcohol, uh, he just uh, drank milk. Oh, but unfortunately, it's dairy. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. It's already very good when you're laughing at yeah. In Mongolia, they don't make the cow suffer like, like uh, some country. They roam free in the grassland and so they even use their hand to get milk and they use milk to make cheese and all that. So at least it's not so cruel, okay? Yeah. It's just because environmental. But what can you do? Um, Mongolia is a nomad kind of country, you understand? Normally they live with the cattle. They, they take the cattle from one uh, grassland to another gra grassland and they move with the cattle and they live with them and they take cheese and milk from them to live. Hmm? It's very good already. That's why there's so many initiated because it's easier for them to become vegan. Wow. They're already vegetarian. Wow. Oh, many of them. Before, they're all vegetarian. Just now, after, you know, influence from other countries, they begin to eat chicken, beef, and all that stuff. Before, most of, mostly they are vegetarian. Okay? Uh, one more. <laughs> mm, yeah, tell me. Um, it's kind of tradition. Uh, uh, during Lunar New Year, we place sheep bottom in the in the plate in the dish on the table, mm. so everybody eat it actually. Mm. So uh, since this year, uh, some of the high ranks announced that not to place uh, sheep bottom on the table. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Just. Uh, started to ban. Ban? Oh. Not yet complete. Oh, that's tough because it's tradition hundreds or thousands of years. How did they do that? Bravo, your government is blessed. Yeah, it's so blessed. Super. Thank you for Super, super. Yeah, uh, Mongolians are very thankful and grateful for your tremendous of love and blessing. No, I am very, very pleased with your people, really very pleased, because I have never been there. And all of you Mongolians people are so positive, so supportive, and so diligent in practice. Even governments, my God, it's like, it's like my government. <laughs> very good, very good. I'm very pleased, very pleased. And also, not only that, you, you, you people are so talented. Very impressive, the performance last time. Everybody liked it so much. I'm very pleased. I hope one day I can visit your country. Wow! Oh, thank you very much, Master. I hope, huh? 
I hope. Uh, it, it gives us so much encouragement for us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we will work hard for saving our planet. How long it takes you to come here from Ulaanbaatar? Um, almost one day. Wow, almost 24 day. hours. Wow. From Mongolia. We did many transiting. Oh, <laughs> God. I don't know if my old body can bear it. <laughs> well, at least you can come see me, huh? Yeah. And I hope one day, very near future, we have even better center and free to come anytime you want. And I'll be able to see you anytime I want. But until that day, we still have to work unconditionally for, for other people, even if we are not free, even if we are not treated nicely or, you know, even if we don't have that much freedom uh, to be together that much. But uh, it's just small individuals, you know. Otherwise, everybody's nice now, you know, and governments and are getting better and better, and I'm very happy, yeah? Happy. Thank you, Master. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll let my old <laughs> bottom sit down. <laughs> I'm kidding, I feel very young, it's just my body doesn't. <laughs> okay, anyone else? Uh, I have to go down and let them ask me something. Anybody downstairs want to ask me something or not? Even if they don't, I have to go down. I forgot them, my God, this bad. Oh, and what to do? You watch TV. responsibility and families and job, and you try very hard to arrange all that to come here. I really know all that. I appreciate very much. I appreciate your love because uh, uh, you are so good. <laughs> 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 